You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 108. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. You know that it's important to eat fruit and vegetables, right? I mean, that's what they're telling us all the time. It's well established that increasing your intake of fruits and vegetables, it's going to be good for you. A review even said that eating five or more servings of fruits and vegetables a day can decrease the risk of stroke by 26%, as well as reducing the risk of dying from cardiovascular disease. So how do you get in the fruits and vegetables? Well, maybe that's what our topic is today, juicing. I'm going to talk to you a lot about juicing, what it is, what's the difference between juicing and blending? Is it really good for you? Can it help with weight loss? All of the important questions that everybody keeps asking me because I've recently been posting a lot of pictures on my Instagram feed because I've been doing some juicing myself. So all those details coming up right after the Eagle's Eye on Health. Today's Eagle's Eye on Health, we're going to be talking about consumer reports and what they say about the body fat scale. Now, that's not a scale of body fat where they rate you from 1 to 10 on how much body fat you have. I'm talking about the scale that you might step on every single day. And now, not only does it tell you how much you weigh, but so many of the scales will tell you what your body fat is or your body fat percentage. And I've had a lot of clients recently asking me, well, my body fat says this and my body fat says that and it went up and it went down. And I say, well, where do you have this number from? And they say, oh, my scale. And I said, oh, yeah. And right now I have several clients that are like, oh, my God, she's talking about me. I just asked her about this yesterday. It's not just you. (laughs) I generally won't bring up something on a podcast unless it's many people who are bringing it up. So I wanted to talk to you about these body fat scales and are they really accurate? Do they really work? And are you wasting your time, A, buying one, and B, worrying about what it's telling you? Well, guess what? Consumer Reports had some news about this and what they had to say was that for one, some scales aren't even that accurate in weight. I thought that was really funny. One of the uh, brands that they found it's called cardio and it's spelled with a Q. That that scale wasn't even on track with your basic weight. But in terms of uh, your body fat and what it's telling you, doesn't look too good, everyone. <laughs> That's what I tell my clients all the time. So for most of the test subjects that they looked at, the scales either overstated the person's body fat or understated the body fat. And the body fat scale that came the closest to what they used as they used something called a bod pod to actually know what the real body fat was, the body fat scale that came the closest to that tested number was still off by up to 21%. And the worst performing body fat scale that they tested was off by up to 34%. So we're talking about pretty inconsistent numbers they're giving you for body fat. And and I'm just going to say is basically not worth you 
worrying about it, right? Because these numbers are just simply not that accurate. Well, one reason why that they do have errors, it could actually depend on your body shape because the electric current that passes through you, it only goes through the legs. So the scales might underestimate body fat if you have a lot of your weight in your belly or your abdomen area, but slimmer legs, right? And it might overestimate your body fat if you carry a lot of weight in your legs and your hips, but you have nothing in your belly or your upper body. So I just don't think that these scales have been perfected yet. Really one of the best ways to get your body fat tested is to do hydrostatic testing. They actually dunk you in these machines. And people ask me sometimes, you know, have you done it? Do you think I should do it? You know, I really wanna know my body fat. My answer is always, why do you wanna know what your body fat is? I have never tested my body fat. And one of the reasons why is because I don't even, I know that it will not lead to a number that brings me any joy or knowledge, right? So I know I'm fit and I know I'm healthy. I go to the doctor, all my blood tests are fantastic. And that's really to me all that matters. So if I go in and I get hydrostatic tested and it tells me that my body fat is, you know, 20% or my body fat is 3%, What does that do for me? So if it's super low, what am I gonna do? Just go brag about it? Oh, my body fat, it's so low. I mean, I don't think anybody wants to know that. And if it's higher than I thought it was gonna be because I am so fit and here I think, gosh, I barely, I don't have a lot of body fat, but what if I test and it actually is, then I'm gonna be depressed? Well, I don't really see the point. So I am just not, a big believer in knowing your body fat or I don't think it's going to make that much difference in your life. And so I'm just not a a huge body fat tester. It's not something I send my clients out to do. And according to the scales right now, until one comes out better and consumer reports can tell me that one is 90% accurate, I would say I would just save your money. I just have a basic scale. Actually, um, if you go to my website, earnthatbody.com, and you scroll over to the store tab, if you, if you scroll on that tab, you'll see a pull-down menu and it says My Faves. And if you click on that, you'll see all my favorite things that I use. And the scale that I use is on there. So you can just look, I have a very basic electric scale. It has no special features, but it tells me my weight. So there you go. That's your Eagle's High on Health today. Now let's get into juicing because juicing is so interesting. It's not really some new thing. I mean, if anything, it was sort of really popular several years ago. I just brought out my juicer again recently because I just haven't been feeling myself. I haven't been feeling like 100% healthy or, you know, maybe it, and it could be because I'm getting older. It could be because I'm injured and I can't run right now, but whatever it was, In my body, in myself, in my senses, I felt like I needed a little more nutrition. And so I was like, I'm gonna bust out the juicer. And then I had some people asking me questions because if you hopefully you follow me on Instagram, they were following my stories and they said, well, why are you juicing? And what juicer do you use? And is it a benefit? And does it help weight loss? And, And then one even said, this would be a great podcast episode. And I thought, perfect, let's go ahead and do the podcast on juicing. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit about what you need to know. Of course, the more fruits and vegetables that you consume, 
the greater the benefits, right? We all know that fruits and vegetables are so important. And for some people, getting in enough fruits and vegetables is actually a really difficult thing. For one, they might not like it, they don't have access. Uh, definitely your little ones, your kids, your teenagers, they might not be taking in enough as well. And for whatever reason, juicing or blending the fruits and vegetables into these juices or these smoothies, it can be an easy way to get in your daily servings of fruits and vegetables. But there's a lot you wanna be careful of because the sugar content in these can get quite high. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that, but let's talk about the difference between juicing and blending because there definitely is a difference. And what the pictures that you may have seen that I do, I have a juicer. So juicing is a process where the liquid part of the fruit or vegetable is separated from the pulp. So when it's separated, that also means that I'm not getting that fiber. You're actually taking the fiber pretty much out and you're just taking the liquid aspect. You get a thin and very concentrated liquid product that contains vitamins, it contains minerals, and other phytonutrients, which are the bioactive plant-derived compound, uh, very much associated with the positive health, of health effects that you hear about. You specifically need a juicer to get a juice like that with those different vitamins, minerals. You know, With just those things, you're going to need a juicer. Now, with blending, the entire fruit, the entire vegetable is used. And what you put in the blender is what you are going to actually consume. So the volume of this drink is generally a lot greater, and they usually call it a smoothie, right? You're pretty familiar with a smoothie, and that's because it's, it's the thing that comes from the blending option of juicing, you could say. It's gonna be, um, much, like I said, much bigger volume of the fruits and vegetables. You're gonna have a much bigger cup. Like when you juice, you get a little tiny bit. You don't, you don't drink an enormous glass from juicing. And when you make a smoothie, you probably notice that it is like a full cup and it's a much bigger volume. You can use anything from a standard blender to like what I have, I have a Vitamix, okay? Now there, there are pros and cons to both of these things, to juicing or to blending. Now with the juicing, it definitely gives you a very nutrient dense beverage with that very small amount of liquid. And there are people out there who actually need a low fiber diet. So for them, juicing is definitely going to be a better option because we're taking that fiber out, right? It's also very important for you to note that the portion size of the juice, as I said, it should be a lot smaller than a blended beverage. It's gonna be like, like I get a little glass and it's like not even half of that amount is my juice. Otherwise your calories from the sugar in that cup of juice are going to be through the roof. So just because it's juicing and just because it's using fruits and vegetables doesn't mean you can have an unlimited amount. Juicing can also be a little bit more expensive because you have to use a greater volume of all the produce. So for example, about two oranges, one stem of kale, half a red pepper, one cup of berries, one stock of broccoli, that might make about one cup of juice, but three cups of a smoothie, right? 
So it's a lot smaller amount. You have to buy a lot more <laughs> to get this little amount out. Now with the smoothies, you're gonna retain the fiber. And that is really important because the majority of my clients do not get enough fiber. The majority of people I know, they do not get enough fiber. And so if you are someone who needs fiber, you might wanna do the blending versus the juicing. Also, when you blend and you get this fiber in it, it's going to make you feel a lot fuller because that's what fiber does. It makes us feel full. It can improve your digestive health as well. In addition, you can add other types of things into a smoothie. You can add nuts, you can add seeds, you can add yogurt. As you guys know, my Eagle Shake is all done in a blender. So that's gonna increase the intake of your healthy proteins and your healthy fats. This drink is going to be a lot thicker and uh, some people it takes a while to get used to, like for my Eagle Shake, they think it takes a while to get used to because it does use Greek yogurt, makes it a little bit on the sour side. Some people don't like that, but you can add a little more fruit and that definitely takes care of it. Um, and just side note, if you don't know what I'm talking about regarding the Eagle protein shake, I did invent a protein shake of real food because I don't wanna use supplements. I don't use any kind of protein powder. So if you want all my Eagle Shake recipes, I give them out for free right on my website. Go to earnthatbody.com, put in your email address and I will send you all of the Eagle recipes. Okay, back to juicing. So here's some tips for juicing and or blending that might help you out. Um, one, to prevent excess sugars, cause like I said, these drinks can get really high in sugar and then, then it's not being helpful to your health because we do have to balance sugar. We have to limit how much sugar we take in. So to prevent excess sugars, you wanna limit the fruit that you're using in both juices and smoothies to one to two servings per drink. Now I want you to recognize what I just said. I said one to two servings. I didn't say one to two fruits because a serving can sometimes be less than one fruit, depending on what the fruit is. So you might wanna look up what is a serving size of this particular fruit? Or, you know, like an apple. Like I've seen a small apple, really small, and that's probably one serving, and I've seen apples that are enormous, and that's probably two servings. So always make sure you're limiting that serving to one or two in one of these drinks. Now the second thing is your green veggies like the kale and the spinach, parsley, cabbage, they surprisingly do not taste super intense in smoothies or juice, so you can really load up on those. But I will say like when you're juicing your kale and your spinach, like three drops come out. <laughs> so you're gonna need a lot of spinach and a lot of kale if you're juicing. But definitely, I always say throw it in the Eagle Shake because you're not even gonna taste spinach in an Eagle Shake and that way you get that fiber in too. Another thing you can do, citrus, lime juice in particular, can really help cut out any bitter taste from the vegetables. So yes, you do wanna remove the peels on those. And when juicing high water content vegetables like cucumbers and celery, that's gonna help you add volume and nutrients. So I always like to throw a cucumber in, that's gonna give me a lot more volume if I am juicing, since like I said, like with your kale and spinach, you're gonna get one drop. <laughs> so then throw a cucumber in and it's gonna make it a lot more, it's gonna give you something to actually drink. Now, when blending smoothies, 
You can add regular or coconut water to make it a little less pulpy if you don't like some of the pulp in there. So adding just a little bit of water. I mean, I make the Eagle Shake with water, but you can use coconut water as well. And as they say, you get what you pay for. <laughs> so when buying a juicer or a blender, the the products out there, they claim to have benefits. This one will say it has this benefit over the other blender and this. Definitely you get what you pay for with these blenders and these juicers. They Some of them can be very expensive, but they probably do a much better job. So um, you might wanna definitely do your research if you're looking at buying a blender or a juicer. Do a full consumer report research, see which one has the highest rating and just know that they the good ones definitely do cost, okay? It's gonna cost you just a little bit. So do, do I think that juicing is better than eating the whole fruit or vegetable? That's what someone asked me, you know, why are you juicing? Why aren't you just eating the fruit or the vegetable? Well, I went and did a little further research on this because I, of course, have my own reasons. But according to Mayo Clinic, they do say that juicing is not any healthier than eating the whole fruit and vegetables. So don't feel like you have to go out and buy this blender or this juicer right now. The juicing extracts from the juice of the fruits and the vegetables is just from the fruit and the vegetables. So taking the juice out and taking the fiber away, that's not technically making it healthier by any means. Some people would say it's not making it healthier, right? Because you're taking the fiber out. But then on the other side of that, there are some people that say juicing is better for you than eating the whole fruit or the whole vegetable because your body can absorb the nutrients better and it gives your digestive system a rest from working on that fiber all the time. Some of these people say that juicing can reduce your risk of cancer, it can boost your immune system, it can help remove toxins from your body, aid in digestion, and help you lose weight. But guess what? There's not really any scientific evidence of any of that. <laughs> so they may tell you that it does all those things. The science isn't really there to say that that's true and that juicing does those things any better than eating the fruit or the vegetable would be on its own. So if you don't eat, if you don't enjoy eating fruits and vegetables, but you know you need to get them in, I think juicing is a great way to do it. So my son really likes it, my husband likes it, and once in a while I like it too. I sort of, I sort of take the juicer out, do it for a few days, put it away, and I'll take it out again. You know, it's it's kind of a lot of work. It's not a lot of work. That's kind of being lazy, but you know, you have to get all the fruits and vegetables. You have to wash everything. You chop it up to put it in, and then you do have to clean the machine. I, I personally don't think it's it's not hard to do, but it's not as easy as just picking up an apple and eating it, obviously. So it's sort of just up to you and what your needs are. And then a lot of people talk about juicing for weight loss and for cleanses. And this is where I think you need to be really careful. And sometimes I go into these juicing places or I go into these smoothie places, which I I'm pretty much never go in those places because those, those smoothies have like 6,000 calories and 100 grams of sugar. And as soon as my clients have something from Juice Land and they put it on their food log, I'm always like, did you see how much sugar was in that? And they're like, no, let me look. And it's like 56 grams of sugar. I mean, sometimes there's more sugar in these smoothies than a Coke. 
And then it starts to become irrelevant because that much sugar isn't healthy for you as well. So when I go into these places and I see juicing for weight loss and juicing cleanses, well, let's talk a little bit about that and the reality. Because even though juicing might seem like a simple way to lose weight, right? It can really backfire. And I would say it's gonna backfire more than not. I don't really know anybody who's super fit, whose body I've looked at and said, oh my God, what do you do to be so fit? And they come back at me and say, I juice. (laughs) I've never heard that, right? So on a juice-only diet, some of the issues, for one, you may not get enough fiber or protein to ever make you feel full, right? Like some of these juicing cleanses, like you literally only can drink their juice for like one to five days. I don't even know what it is because I could never do that. But you're not gonna get any fiber if you're juicing for that many a days. You're not gonna get the protein your body needs. You're never going to feel full. And when that happens, you're gonna fail because your body needs more than that. And your body will do everything and give you every craving possible to get you to take in what it needs. Um, If you are doing a juicing diet, you'll be so tempted to eat things like cake or donuts because it's too extreme and you've restricted yourself so much that that's what they see people do. They go on these juice cleanses, maybe they can make it 24 hours, maybe they can make it 48 hours, and then they go binge on the cake and the donuts because they are absolutely starving. They're not getting any protein. And another concern is that you're gonna be losing a lot of muscle mass when you do these kind of detox cleanses where you're not taking in enough calories, well, where do you think your body's gonna get energy from? It's gonna start taking it from your muscle. So really the bottom line is juicing and cleansing for a diet, that is just too extreme. And the any result you get, like yeah, you might lose five pounds in two or three days because you didn't eat anything, that, that result is not going to last at all. Now, what about juicing as a way to detox the body or cleanse the body? There is no research. I have not seen any research. There is no scientific paper to support that cleansing is happening at all from juicing, okay? That's what your liver and your kidney do on their own. Whether you're juicing or not, your liver and your kidney, they do the detoxing for your body. So you never have to go on a detox. You've got organs that do this. The best way you can detox is by taking alcohol out of your diet and limiting the amount of sugar you take in. So if you really wanna take something out, take out alcohol, which is funny because nobody wants to do that. They'd rather go on these juicing diets than take alcohol out of their diet. Um, But take alcohol away, take sweet treats away, and that is the only diet detox that you'll ever need to do. Now, just a little bit on the types of juicers because I did get a lot of questions on that too. There are a couple different types of juicers. The one that I have is the centrifugal juice extractor. That's traditionally the most common type of juicer. If you saw a picture of mine, that's what I have. These utilize a fast spinning metal blade that spins against a mesh filter, separating the juice from the flesh and like we said, that fiber with a centrifugal force. The juice and the pulp are then separated separated into different containers 
the problem with the centrifugal juicer is that the fast spinning metal can generate heat when that can destroy some of the enzymes in the fruit and vegetables that you're juicing. The heat also oxidizes those nutrients and that can make it a little less nutritious. A less nutritious, I should say, versus this other type of juicer, which is called a cold press juicer, also known as a masticating juicer. These new juicers extract juice by first crushing and then pressing fruit and vegetables for the highest juice yield. Because they do not produce as much heat, they keep more of the fresh ingredients and the nutrients intact. So those are the two different types of juicers out there. Uh, I, like I said, I have the first one, and then for blenders, I have the Vitamix. There's a ton of blenders out there that you can get as well. That's pretty much everything in terms of juicers and juicing and blending. Uh, a couple warnings that you should know if you are interested in doing this kind of thing. If you're taking any prescription drugs, you should actually check with your doctor before doing a lot of juicing so that you can avoid any potential problems. For example, large amounts of foods that are high in vitamin K, which would be your kale and your spinach, that could change how a uh, blood thinner like warfarin would work. So you just, if you're on a lot of medications, you might ask your doctor if there's anything that you need to be concerned about if you did some juicing. Uh, another thing is you only wanna make as much juice as you can drink at one time because the fresh squeezed juice can quickly develop harmful bacteria. So this is not the kind of thing that you wanna juice a big container of and put it in the fridge. So if you'll notice whenever I juice, I make my one little cup for me, my husband, my son, and then that's it. Like you don't make a whole bunch because again, the bacteria can definitely form quite quickly. You're not adding anything to this to help it extend its shelf life, right? Also keep in mind that juices may contain more sugar than you realize, as we just said. So if you're not careful, the extra calories can actually lead to weight gain. Uh, and that would happen pretty quick. And with things you might not even expect, like Beets, for example, which I love to put beets in my juicing, gives it that awesome, gorgeous color, but it also has a lot of sugar in beets. And some people not, might not know that, and so they may be like loading up the beets in their juicer and then wondering why they're up 10 pounds two weeks from then. So those are a few things that you definitely want to be cautious of if you do think you wanna start juicing or blending. And that is everything for today, the podcast I've created for you guys. I always wanna share nutrition, health, and fitness information that you can put into play right away, which is what I hope you can do with the, the juicing information. Give it a try, right? I just told you lots of things that you can do. Maybe you have that juicer sitting under the cupboard that's been there for months or years. Take it out every now and then. I do think it's it's good for your body to change up how it takes in nutrients. It's certainly not gonna hurt you, but at the same time, if you, as long as you're getting in your fruits and vegetables, that's what matters the most. So be healthy, live in balance, be happy, and have a fantastic week ahead. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.